Hello and welcome to yet another hard-hitting industry-based episode of The Brave Room. With me today, we have noted industry person of industry opinions, Shanto. Say hello. Hey, yo. Hello. And before we get into this very heavy industry-based episode, don't forget, you know, if this episode hits 2,000 likes, I will be legally obligated to do something based from the comments. Leave a comment down below. Square brackets, serious suggestion. Serious, that's the keyword here, because we are talking about serious industry stuff on this podcast. Anyways, we're doing the podcast a little different this time. Usually, I just bring our guests on, and you know, we have a little bit of a chat, right? Because today we're doing serious industry stuff. I have prepared a presentation for you. And Sean, would you do me the honor of reading what the slides is? Juan's sexy gacha art review. That's right. I should point out, if you're confused because you just listened to the last episode, this is not Sean, our producer. This is a different Sean. Sean, our producer, last episode, I think, or a few episodes ago, I mentioned Yuffie being attractive and he shut me down immediately. Oh man, actually, why, why isn't he here? Uh, because unlike me, he has a reputation to maintain. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Very, very impressed. I'm, I'm like super convinced. Okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, so what we're gonna do is I have compiled, I have gotten my writing staff actually to compile a list of gacha art and I have selected some. And you know, we're gonna, we're gonna rank them on a scale of 1 to 10, but also talk about what works and what doesn't. Did you actually get all the archetypes though? No, because one someone wanted to put a lolly in here and I kicked it out of the list so hard to... Also, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, no, we will not publish the slides because... <laughs> Listen, we like our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is pretty good. I like having it, you know? So we're not even gonna dream of risking it by posting up some of these. I think they're tame. But as we all know, YouTube doesn't always agree with that. Let's do this in a way that's audio friendly. But yeah, remember, it's not just about the score. We're going to talk about what works and what doesn't work here. So this first one, I don't recognize all the names, by the way. So you can you can help me if you do recognize them. Because I think you play a lot more gacha games than I do, right, Sean? I actually don't really know whether that's actually true. I, I play a number of gacha games. I like Girls Frontline. I'm currently playing Genshin Impact. I played a little bit of Epic 7, but not much. Dragalia Lost is, I think, a little less common now than the rest, but played that for a long time. There's a decent number of gacha games, but I mean, I haven't played everything. I haven't caught up with like some new ones like Blue Archive, etc. So yeah, there's definitely gaps, I'll just say that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's still more than me because I have gacha games installed, but I'm a very seasonal player. So like, what, what do you play? I mean, that, that's the question. Right now, the, the active one I'm playing is Genshin. I'm waiting for mm-hmm. Rosaria to come home. Uh-huh, so is a lot of people, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I saw Sexy Nun and I was just like, yeah, I'm into that. Cool, cool. Uh, Did she I, get nerfed? Medium is premium, man. So, don't worry about okay. it. Okay, <laughs> And then I play Review Starlight as well, because I like well-dressed girls. Okay, okay. I've, I've not played that, I've not played that. Uh, it's, it's Bushy Road, so, you know. Right. It's surprisingly tame and then you encounter one or two card art that's like whoa someone was way too horny making this different artists yeah i think so like there's some that's just like i cannot believe this card art is that horny anyways this is the right energy to jump into this first one with anyways 
So without further ado, let's get on with the review. Oh, hey, it's Azure Lane. Well done. Yeah, I mean, we, we uh, had to start it off with Azure Lane. Azure Lane is the king of horny. <laughs> well, I mean, Azure Lane is known for its degeneracy in very specific ways. This yeah. is a good example of this. Exactly, yeah. that's why I put this here. This, okay, for those of you who are wondering, if you want to search up along with us, this is the luxurious wheel St. Louis from Azure Lane. And I should say I only know this from cosplay because I don't Azure Lane. But I follow a lot of cosplayers, and the moment this skin came out, everyone was doing a cosplay of it. Mm-hmm. Much sexy cosplay. So, walk us through this, Sean. What's going on in this card art? Okay, so I mean, you have the character sitting half in, half out of a car. A really nice car, and she's in a really nice dress. A really tiny dress. And let's just say, you know, she has... Badonkers. So I mean, it's it's actually one of those those you could call it like pushing luxurious. I mean, I wasn't gonna say that, but you know, like you go to the Oscars, there are some like really mildly scandalous dresses. This would be in that realm, where you go like, girl, you're basically not wearing much at all or anything, and you're just like barely skirting like decency Here's laws. Here's the thing, right? It's not the dresses fault. It's God's fault for giving her such, you know. Nope, it's definitely the dresser's fault too. Um, Girl, wear a bra, please. (laughs) If you look at this, right, I mean, there's a few things you could judge it or appreciate it on. I think I'd rather use the word appreciate here. So I think if, I mean, you're both looking at the presentation of the art and the character in general. I'll be honest, so I don't know this character well. So it's quite funny, you had a comment earlier about medium as premium. I think this one here is where I might agree with that sentiment. Definitely legs for days. But I think this is still along the line of scandalously eye-catching, but there's still some elegance going on. And for that, it's definitely still a pass, right? It's an outfit and a piece of art that's meant to get your attention, even given the context, right? So again, I talked about some of those tiny dresses that are almost showing everything that some actresses wear to the Oscars, right? In its own way, that's a sort of a power statement, right? Basically, I've got the goods and I'm going to flaunt it, right? So I think given the context, right, this sort of works. I mean, it literally says party dress as early in 2020, right? She's paired with a car, car is sexy curves, she has sexy curves. It's got a great contrast in color as well. There's the black of the car against the paleness of her skin, against the sheer, I guess, white of her tiny dress against the striking blue hair and yeah it's not i think it's scandalous but it's not obscene so i think it's it fits the context it's great i wish i knew the character better again for me that's a consideration of is it in character or not because for some characters if it's out of character it's just kind of weird yeah definitely Uh, i think the fact that it's a zero lane means that's probably as much character as she has i wouldn't necessarily say that i mean like to be fair i don't play a zero lane as much i mean i didn't play kan as much either i couldn't really get into the gameplay but i think if it fits the character's motivations like if a character is built to be flirtatious or ostentatious in her manner and you put an outfit that accentuates that then i think that adds to the fantasy and builds the character if on the other hand you have a character who's totally out of character then i think more like we'll just leave that to the dojins you know so yeah yeah definitely 
dude, like I watched freaking Kaguya Sama, right? And there is a lot of porn for that, despite the fact that, you know, a recurring theme for the series is that all the characters are, by the manga's own words, mega monster virgins. It's just like. Yeah, weird. so that'd be a bit, a bit weird, yeah. Yeah, that is very, very weird. But yeah, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this? Uh, so, I mean, it's a little bit weird to rank this again because you're talking about, like, preference versus trying to be objective about. Now, don't, don't worry guess, about objectivity. Let's go, let's go, like, just full personal taste here. Seven, not quite my thing, but there's many things to appreciate. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty fair score. I should point out though, if you are an artist on a gacha game, and you are thinking, how do I design a character that one is going to like? This hairstyle is a good way to start. Uh-huh. Just the hairstyle, or the color, or the expression? All of it. <laughs> okay. Like, I like that we are in an era of anime art where people have learned to draw wavy hair. Like, early 2000s, people only had short, spiky, straight hair. Whereas now, like, you know, hair has volume. And you, you can't mm. see because my camera is off, but my hair has volume. So, you know, it makes me happy to see. Well, and you can't see it, but my hair has zero volume because I'm shaved bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what you're saying is you want a waifu who's shaved bald too? Not necessarily, but I think pixie cut can be nice. I'll just say that. Oh yeah, pixie cut can be nice. Okay, so let's move on from St. Louis because we do have some more on this list. Okay, cool. Uh, you may recognize this one because you mentioned you have prior experience. Oh, right, okay. I don't know uh, who this character is. She's from Girls Frontline. Akarov, yeah. Oh, uh, I think this one is newer. Okay. So, no, I don't know Makarov as well. She's not one of my favorites. I guess this is a, like a common theme. It's, it's a bridal. This is her damaged version, so I just got to be like really clear about this. So context here is, this is a picture of Makarov in like wedding torn dress. wedding dress, and she's on the ground aiming a gun backwards, the gun that she represents, and it's also slightly risk because her butt is kind of facing the camera. So what's the context of this? So basically, the girls have the outfits in like two states. One is the damaged version, which is example this, and there's usually an undamaged version, in which case they're at full health or something. That's probably like less lewd. This is the looted one, somewhat. Yeah. Uh, that's the trend. So as a connoisseur of certain forms of artistic expression, I gotta point out like the amount of detail that's gone into this. Oh, it's good. It's good. Because like. It's good. Her hair is a mess and yet also acts as a sensor for some of the more escape parts of her damaged outfit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They've even drawn like the little bits of fat like bulging out of the holes. Yep, that's an important thing for that sort of, I guess, fetish if you put it that way. So here's the thing, if we're going purely by personal taste, I would not rank this very high because wedding dresses are expensive. So seeing one all torn up and disheveled like this gives me a panic attack. But for some people, that would be part of the fantasy, right? Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Like, if I'm being objective, then you know, I would rank it high because if someone was into this, that'd be real high. But on the one scale, that's uh, questionable. Hmm. Well, I mean, I can definitely see the art having its appeal. She's not one of my fave waifus from this series or from the game. As uh, so, I'll go go down from the top, right? So, like from from the as a piece of art first, right? Mm -hmm. Bear in mind, this is anime lewd white tools, and that's the context. You yeah. mean the highest uh, form of this, art? I wouldn't go as far as to say that, but okay, sure, it's definitely a valid form of human expression. I'll say that. 
This is pretty good. So I mean, there's there's the foreshortening that needs to be done. There's actually quite a high level of technical skill for this. The color scheme is nice as well. I mean, you mentioned, hey, it's a wedding dress, etc. So it's mostly white. It's contrasting with some like peachy skin, and there's like sunflowers strewn around. So I think the the whole, I guess, symbolism and sensual appeal of this piece is definitely there. Is it? Tasteless? No, I don't think so. I think this was actually, in the grand scheme of things, quite tastefully done, given the context for what it's in and it's about. I'd actually rank this like higher. To be fair, again, context is I don't know this specific character as well, but I mean, she's still got her her weapon. That's the gun that she represents. And given the context of the artwork, this is the damaged version. I think the combination of artistic value, technical skill needed to draw this, catering to very specific fetishes, which is a definite thing in the waifu gacha industry and art form, I guess. And I guess overall presentation, this this is a probably eight point five, man. Yeah, no, definitely. Just just on like the technical skill, yeah. It's, like I said, it's purely the one score of. Messed up wedding dresses give me a panic attack because I think about like you know you can't return this anymore. I don't know, but but for me, so I say so I, I did work in a couple of Japanese companies before. I won't go into like too much detail, right? But mm-hmm. there's definitely a checklist somewhere of like genres, fetishes, and character archetypes that you that you go and tick off. This is nicely done, man. Was it what was it? Eight eight and a half? Yeah. Yep, eight and a half. Solid eight and a half. It would be higher if I actually like liked liked the character. Fortunately, I I don't. She was like kind of after my time. I, I played I didn't play Girls Frontline for that long until she came out. Mm. Or oh, this specific skin definitely is way after my playtime anyway. Yeah, I I do gotta say though, the bridal version is usually one of my favorite ways to design a character because you you have to put their character into the dress. You know you have to. Because wedding dresses are hard to design. That's the reason those things cost a lot of money. They are, they are. But I think for for me, I would prefer how to say. I, I mean, it's a it's a nice look at a character, but I think for me, it's a little bit too far into the wish fulfillment fantasy. And and I think you point out it's a very specific fantasy. Yeah, I'm more. I guess how to say. I want to see a different side of the character in like. Another part of their life, so alt skins I think are, are great, but like a specific wedding skin, especially for a character that I'm not super familiar with, uh, lacks some of that powerful context. I think. Yeah, definitely. You definitely want to see your waifu in a wedding skin. Yeah, more or less. Okay, I may have to skip this one because I don't rem- I don't know who it is. I think that's from Art Knights. It's definitely from Art Knights because one of our writers is a huge fan of Art Knights. I think yep, and again, I, I didn't play Art Knights that long to recognize. Wait, wait, no, she did. No, she's not a healer. I, I really have to say, I like I like the art style though. Like this, yeah. this would have been easy without context. Eight, eight point five, uh, badass. The art style is nice. Uh, there's some ink painterly stuff going on. Yeah, um, Art Knights art is amazing. It is. It's one of those things where I wish I could get into it, but I do not have an, any more time for gacha games. I have a I have a colleague who's still like playing that religiously. But for me, I think it was a bit too much. How to say like action, like active commitment. Most of my like mobile games, I, I kind of like require an, an idle or like easy to farm mode. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I have a whole rant about how that's 
part of my problem with Genshin is that it's a little too involved. I, I honestly play Genshin as a PC game, so yeah. Yeah, but the problem is it's it still wants you to do mobile game crap, like you know, spend your resin every day. Speaking of Genshin, anyways, here's a special slide because I couldn't decide on. Oh, what hey! Whoa, three waifus for the price of one. Okay, great. So this is easy to identify. I mean, their names are basically up there, but I, I mean, it's super current anyway. So we've got Kanyu, we've got Mona, and we've got Kurtzing. Yes. What do you want me to say about three different waifus from the same game? Uh, I mean, even their appeal is different. Actually, no, they have one very specific appeal, which is if you are a tights fetishist, which someone on this right. podcast <laughs> might be. I don't think that's that's not my my thing generally i'm an appreciative but sure i mean kanyu is actually basically wearing if you look at it bodysuit it's not just tights man uh yeah. mona is basically like a swimsuit and tights and curtains the only one who's proper probably wearing like proper tights with an outfit that kind of works i think the the appeal for the three characters it might have been better actually if you just stuck with one because, I mean, yeah, to me, I think the appeal for the three characters is quite different, again, character-wise. And I think that matters to the audience. It's not just the, the base art itself. So, Kurtzing is headstrong and a bit domineering. She's got a tsundere thing going on. She's yeah, she's purple thing. Asuka. She's, she's Asuka from Evangelion, yeah, purple. Purple lightning Asuka, right? With a bit more of an administrative bent. Yeah. Mona is your, like... I'm actually good at my job, but I'm hopeless at everything else. And I need money, and I'm poor. And there's definitely a whole bunch of doujin revolving around that. Kanyu is your capable, but meek, and secretly super powerful, obviously half Tsilin, probably immortal girl. So yeah, she's, she's kind of like the opposite of the other two. It's more like she's actually really strong on the inside, but she's meek on the outside and appears to have some self-esteem issues. Which adds an air of vulnerability. If you look at the art, so I mean, let's just talk about the art here, right? So I think one of the great things about Genshin's art is that on the surface, right, it doesn't look lewd. But if you look at it like really closely, and, and I find it interesting that you only have the character's fronts here. You did not show the back. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of the, the character's art, if you look at it like, spend a few seconds just staring a little bit more you realize actually a lot of the outfits are actually kind of super lewd so again Kanyu is a prime example it's like oh okay cool yeah she's this like she's wearing the porn of Cheongsam yeah you know it's like a, a mini Tsipao with like it's not even like thigh high at this point it's like this it's thing is up to my waist high <laughs> yeah right <laughs> backless backless at that and then she's basically wearing a, a bodysuit and the the chest area is the bodysuit. So it's not even like she's not even wearing a full teapot. It's like the chest area gives way to the bodysuit. Yeah, you know, there's this there's like a couple of like fetish keywords that have been thrown into the character design mix right there. But I think it's tastefully done, and I think that's the key here. Yeah, uh, you don't it's... look at it at first and you see a lot of exposed skin, which for example I mean, and so like if you look at the, the the pictures, and unfortunately we can't show it, uh, it would be have been useful to show that, right? But the Saint Louis and the Makarov picture, they're obviously they're obvious titillations, right? Yeah. They are designed to be explicitly sexy. The Genshin characters are not designed so, but there's a layer of that behind it. 
And again, if you look at like Mona's outfit, there's enough props, there's enough like literally whistles and bells or whatever jingle leaf bits yeah. that she has on her and outfit that you kind of go, okay, great. She's still sort of like a sexy witch archetype, but she's not half naked until you look a little bit closer and you go like the outline of her butt is entirely obvious. Her whole ass is out. We're not, we're not mincing words here. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, a whole bunch of YouTubers, I mean, it's 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 really easy to just go online. They play Mona and go like, damn, playing this character is distracting. Right. <laughs> but, but I think that's the beauty of, again, Genshin's art, right? They've managed to do it in a way that I think requires a second look or some actual playthrough and they go like, hey, that's actually really nude. But they're not showing as much skin as they could have. So I think to me, and yes, we're on a topic of like, sexy gasha art right and obviously some level of lewdness but I think to me Genshin does it with some class and, and that's appreciated Kurtzing out of the three here actually has the most probably like realistic outfit if you think about yeah, it yeah I, I really like her outfit also because I think she's one of the only VUA characters who is not explicitly dressed in something based off traditional Chinese wear it suits her character like, uh, yeah. I mean she wants to get stuff done etc etc so she's not showing as much skin. Also, uh, one thing I have to point out, and, I, and whoever designed Pitting, uh, please, I love you for this, is those like pseudo cat ears that she seems to have. Yes, it's actually a hairstyle. It's great. Yeah, I, I didn't realize this was a thing until I watched Assault Lily. Mm-hmm. And because Assault Lily has another character with the same thing going on, and I was like, oh my god, they can't, it kind of looks like cat ears. It's amazing. And that character is not on this list because she's not in the Assault Lady Gacha game. Cowardice. Ah, uh, alas. Alas. But yeah, no, uh, Ganyu, if you notice, she has the one approved hairstyle. The blue fluffy <laughs> hair. Right, okay. I think the the easiest comparison I can make for Ganyu is Narmaya from Grand Blue. Like, they yeah, feel like the same template of character. I have, I have to ask, why did you not add Ningguang? I wanted to, but I was going to make a whole bit about the tights thing and then you shot me down like immediately. And so... <laughs> oh man. I was, Ningguang was on the list. Ning, Ningguang is great. Ning, Ningguang is... Okay, I'm going to shit on my friend real quick here because he is convinced that Ningguang is wearing tights of some sort and I'm like, no, that lady's whole leg is out. Yeah, her whole leg is out. But I think again that fits her character. Like she's powerful and she knows it. Yeah, she's the she's literally the dragon lady archetype. Yeah, so hey man, she can wear whatever she wants and she knows like, you know, it's like she's flaunting it basically. Yeah. Also I love the fact that she plays with her pipe in her hands. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That like I used to study animation, so I, I love nerding out about like little character animation moments. And her Oh, like, the animation is amazing. Yeah, her like Playing with the pipe in her hands is just such a boss lady move, and I love it. It is. It is. I kind of wish she used it for her alt. <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been cool. But yes, that's that's the mandatory Genshin slide. Easy nine, easy nine out of nine point five, maybe even. So what? I don't remember what the next slide is. I think this is the the final exam. Hold on. Yeah, oh, really? it's the final exam. Okay. So this. <laughs> So this is June from Princess Connect. 
listeners may remember that she was my best girl when when we when I decided to dive through the Princess Connect wiki. So, what are, what are your thoughts on this? Very very different from the previous pieces of art. This is basically full armor and cased in armor with like flames around, badass with a huge ass sword. This is an easy like twelve out of ten. Congratulations! I will ask Sean to mail over your certification of not a coward because this, the, this is great. This is great, and this is your reward for seeing what her main art looks like. This is what she looks like without it. Hey, that's great too. That's just like the Samus reveal sort of. I don't really like the beach outfit. Okay, well the beach outfit is obviously pandering. The normal outfit looks badass. She's wearing a jacket, a black leather jacket. Over like a white uh, band tee? t-shirt. Yeah, it looks yeah. like some shitty t-shirt. With black jeans and a couple of chains. Uh, not ostentatious. It's more like wallet chains, etc. Her hair is not even shoulder length. What would you call this? It's not really a bob cut. It's like yeah. a casual. I, I, I have no idea. I don't know girl hairstyles. Damn. I mean, our friends with that hairstyle. It looks good and it's convenient, especially for like hotter weather. So yeah, I mean, she's still dressed, I think, comfortably. That fits the character, and she can probably still kick your ass in this outfit. So uh, yeah, great. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's, it's a plus plus and a plus. The the beach outfit is definitely like someone's fantasy fetish thing going on. Basically, it's like bikini armor, quite literally. Yeah. Okay. Look, if if you're wearing a swimsuit and you have to wear one piece of armor, don't wear it on the. F- legs you can't swim with that that shit's too heavy <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know i'm looking at context like that's obviously like i mean they're all fantasy games right but this is this is a fantasy so talk about like the, okay badass character normal wear versus like pimped out magical armor wear yeah the the previous two make sense even though this was my pick i had to ask i had to ask my co-host kit to put put the stuff in the in the google doc for me and originally she put the bikini one, and I was like, "How dare you get get her in a suit of armor stack?" <laughs> I should point out um, she's, she's voiced by Saber's voice actor. No, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I was gonna say FGO, but any fate stay anything here. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised too. No one put it in the dark, and I was like, I was just like, maybe fate's a bit too low a bar to go for because you're literally taking characters from the world's most profitable etchy game. It is, but I think again the presentation depending on. I mean, yes, it started as an edgy game, right? But I think it's grown into so much more as well. And if you look at the general presentations of Saber that are not in Dojin, yeah, she's generally portrayed in her armor or like some casual wear that kind of makes sense, or on her bike in a suit. Oh my god, that is the best. That is the best Artoria, like right. by a country mile. Yeah, so I think I think for me, what sells the sexiness of a character is not necessarily just, hello, hi, there's butts and boobs. That's fine. I mean, it's not unappreciated, but I think in the end, I mean, it comes on again to, I guess, why we play games or why we watch anime or whatever, right? We're kind of looking for an escape. Maybe we're looking for inspiration. And it's not necessarily whether the characters are showing skin or not, but again, literally what their characters are about, their role in the story, what they're like, their personality, you know, and and they become fan favorites, obviously, because of their character and personality qualities. The looks definitely play a part, right? But I think to me, that's only part of the equation. Yeah, you need some... You get the first flash is the character design, right? Like, oh, sweet, knight. 
and then you need the personality to hook you in. Yeah. Because yeah. especially with gacha games, because you're going through like twenty of those in a day. Definitely, definitely. So I think for me, I don't play Honkai as much. Can I talk about spoilers here? Yeah, go, <laughs> go ahead. I mean, the game is out for like aeons, right? So it's an event that happened in like twenty nineteen, I believe. So you have like this mentor figure called Himeko. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Murata. Yep. So she's she's basically like the major to the girls, and you know the archetype's cool and all, but like she's definitely not the main character, right? But events happen in the game, and let's just say she ends up like spoiler here in case anybody wants to like go yeah, play this, Honkai. This is spoiled. this is your warning. <laughs> yeah, this is your warning. Anyway, she she basically sacrifices herself to protect her students, and to me that moment. And it's been consistent all of us. She didn't suddenly change her mind or whatever. She always has been protective. But when she made that last stand moment and you're just like, wait, wait, what? No, no. I think that shot up the character appeal like miles up. And I I just like best best character ever. I, I do want to talk a bit about the about Himeko's archetype though, because this is a, something that I think not many new anime fans are familiar with, because anime writing has gotten a lot more progressive over the years. This is the mm-hmm. single older lady type, like Misato from Evangelion. Yeah, is... I think it still exists though. Ningguang is a walking example. No, 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 because they're portrayed in a bad light for this. It's like the go home beer can stacked on the wall. And... Oh wait, wait. We have an even more example. Obvious example is Beto. Oh yeah. Well, okay, because I don't have Beto, so I don't know her. Crew, wield a huge great sword, has an eye patch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beidou is like a way more positive version of this. I'm, I'm talking just like the main character, like ev- the trope is always the main character doesn't find them hot, but everyone else does. And it's like, no, she's a slob. Like, no, Misato chose beer cans at me. I think I like that. And it's funny that you bring that up because from Neon Genesis Evangelion, my original favorite character was Misato. I think, I mean, I mean this this goes into a, a broader talk I and mean, yes the last Eva movie is out and we're all waiting for it right mm-hmm. but I think the characters in Evangelion across the board work precisely because of how flawed they are and again how in a strange way human they are and, and they're relatable so again it's not just about like sexy appeal because I mean if you look at all the Eva characters the ladies especially they all have legs for days and impossibly tiny right. waists yeah, and in like skin tight bodysuits, generally speaking, right? Yep. Misato has her like her almost criminally short skirt. But mm-hmm. it's not even necessarily about that. What really sells the characters are their personalities. Later on, and again, spoilers if, if you like wanna, you know, like watch Eva and if you have You've had twenty years you... to watch Eva, come on, let's <laughs> <laughs> Right. So Asuka is kinda known for last stand moments, depending on which which yeah, I was just series. thinking to myself, she never catches a break. Yeah, poor girl doesn't, right? But but I think what I've always liked about her as an example is literally her fighting spirit. Yes, she's physically attractive, but what really sells is that absolute determination and beast mode. Yeah, so like, even though what they try to sell you is look Asuka in skin tight suit the most like iconic frame of Asuka in my head is always her hand over one eye you know clawing yes. out yes. yeah yeah with with the angry snarl and scream yeah yeah that one so I mean yeah that's that's what the fans recognize right and again 
tying back to Himeko, right? Yeah, the character was okay, right? Until like she had certain actions and you went like, holy shit, did she actually just do that? And then respect uh, shoots up. And and I think that's an interesting thing because if you talk about the character, there's an admiration, all of that. And, and again, how it relates back to like normal human relationships, not not looking at sexy gacha art, etc. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to, to love someone without respecting them. So you kind of need to when you have that respect and identification of the characters, that's when the the true liking of the characters begins. Yeah, that's when the appreciation begins. Yeah, so so that's that's kind of it for me, and that's that's a huge part of, I guess, the characters that we come across in in any of the games. You can find a character that looks how to say great or fits your fancy, but again, if we look at say archetypes or maybe even fetishes, etc., they hint at things that we want and that we yearn for with respect to our real lives, I suspect. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. So my favorite Honkai character, since, since we're, we're talking about Honkai now, is Rita, actually. Yeah. So, you know, at first I'm just like, haha, sexy maid with scythe. <laughs> but she's, yeah. in general, I just really like the way she talks. Because if you mm-hmm. have her on her home screen, the way she comments on things is very, very, like, sweet. Huh, interesting. So I was studying in the UK last year. I was walking to class and it was the first day of autumn. I opened my phone and she says something just like, oh, aren't the leaves nice today because it's autumn or something like that. And it's just a very like casual, it's not casual, but it's a very accommodating way of speaking, I think. Ah, actually, I mean, that's interesting you point that out because I think that is key to the appeal, right? Like if we were to speak very bluntly here, so I'm, I'm going to assume that that all of our, I guess, listeners and ourselves have lives outside of gacha games. Hopefully you do, right? Yeah, I hope um, so too. Right. But I think, again, the, the appeal of these these things is sort of like a, a pseudo... I mean, the color relationship is strong. But again, you, you tend to have a correlation between the things you like in real life people uh, that you admire. And I think some of the fantasized characters that we have, they're basically an idealization of sorts. I know this is going a bit out of it, right? But do you watch Hololife? Yeah. Who do you who do you follow? Oh, too many of them actually. But <laughs> but yeah, I get um, what you're trying to say. The parasocial relationship is there. Yeah, yeah. That that's the word. That's a great word for it. Yeah, parasocial, right? So I think for me, if I were to look at, and again, they have different appeal, right? So one that I do follow. And, and it feels a little bit weird because I've, I've definitely come across some things that I think like, please don't loot that one. That's just a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's Pekora. Pekora, yeah. So I follow Pekora. And Pekora's kind of like that younger idiot friend that you have who like continually screws things up and you go like, you know, all of this is entirely your fault and you have to like dig them out of the trouble. But in doing so, you kind of like develop affection for them. So that's kind of her archetype. That, that's the way I see it, right? Yeah. Even the appeal of the character for that specifically is not sexy, but more like, oh, okay, like idiot, idiot younger friend. Yeah, which is weird because she's actually got one of the horniest Hololive designs because she's literally wearing a bunny <laughs> suit and a coat. Yeah, and... If, if you think about it, right? If you think about it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some cosplayers do like lewd cosplays of her and I'm just like, no! <laughs> no, don't lewd that one. That's, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Um, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm not telling cosplayers what to do. You guys do whatever you want, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't pay your bills. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, whereas, whereas like, some, some are kind of, like, a bit more... Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. So, like, Kiryu, 
Uh, Coco, Coco, yeah, yeah. I feel like Coco is almost like it's one of those. I, I'm I put Coco in the same category as Pecora, where it's almost just like if all you if you look at Coco and all you see are the boobs and ass and not like you know the massive you know comedic genius. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of missing out. You're kind of missing out. Yeah. Although I think she, she does play with her sexuality a bit more, definitely. Oh, definitely, uh, like. So- like, yeah, yeah she, used, she used to like just actively shout out Pornhub on her streams. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's that's part of her appeal. So it's a very brash, upfront, open, open appeal. I'm surprised uh, you again. Haven't... I, I haven't mentioned Kosho Marine. Is that what you're gonna say? Uh, no, I was, I was gonna say Choco actually. Ah, okay, interesting. But yeah, I don't I don't really follow Choco as much. Her whole thing is lewd ASMR. I'm aware, but I think again for. For me, I don't necessarily follow her life because of that. Uh, um, yeah. I enjoy the fact that they, some of them definitely play and flirt with their sexuality. But again, that's not the whole package, right? If I were to put it that way. And it's the same thing with like sexy gacha art. Way to again, bring it back. Yeah, I mean, if, just just look at it, right? If, if, you're, if, if all you want is like skin, 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 butts and boobs. Let me just, just say that's not hard to find in this day and age. Yeah, um, no, there's, there's, even if it's not official stuff, you know, there's like a hundred artists. Right. So I think it's it's really how much of the character's personality shines through. And usually, if I think a sexuality is, is, the part, is a part of the appeal, if it's the entire appeal, then I think that, that's a little bit sad. That, that's a pity because it could be so much more. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, just to defend Choco for a bit here, that's, that's exactly what's going on with Choco, where like, her ma- her bread and butter is you know the sexy ASMR, but like her most fun streams are the fact that she's hopelessly addicted to Minecraft. <laughs> All of them are, man. All of them are. Yeah, no, but hers is like she doesn't even do anything particularly big with it. She just likes being in Minecraft, and it's great because she's oh, this- got this. She's got this like hypersexual design, right? Like her mm. original design was like a, a doctor, and now she's in a maid outfit, and yet here she is talking, you know, bitching about redstone. Or looking for core, <laughs> and it's just like hey, made outfits are good too. Okay, I'm just I know. saying. I'm, listen, I'm I outed myself. I I I talked about Rita just now. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Noel wasn't shown earlier in Genshin. Yeah, listen, the, Genshin is very good at what it does. I had it was very hard narrowing down a list. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true though. It's true. Yeah. So so yeah. Call Alive, Gacha, Gacha Girls, etc. I think the sexuality is 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 a part of the appeal, but I think that's the point as well. What you're really trying to shine through is the personality of the characters. And their character as well while you're at it. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, I think we have a good episode. That episode went places. I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I didn't think the sexy gacha art review would get that introspective, but I'm kinda glad it did. Well, you know, you, you get what you give, I guess. I guess so. Anyways, uh, do you have anything left to say before before I do my whole closing spiel for the show? Waifu is laifu. Very much. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you I'm so bl- much for listening. Don't forget, we are on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube. I think we're on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, leave a comment if we are. Just say like, hey, you're on Apple Podcasts, dummy. If this episode gets 2,000 plays, you know, we'll be forced to take a comment from the audience. Also, just leave comments. I'll read them out eventually when you come up with a comment good enough for me to read out. 
thank you to Sean for coming on our show. Hey, all good. Happy to be here. This has been another episode of The Brave Room. Thank you so much. And I guess gacha responsibly. And we hope that you've come up with something to reflect on yourself on. Because I think we, we certainly have. <laughs> <laughs>